Hello and welcome to the Yarniacs podcast. This is episode 107, which we are recording on Tuesday, February 2nd, 2016. I'm Gail. And I'm Charlene. And we both have a little voice stuff going on. <laughs> Poor Charlene's been sick for about two weeks, so please yes. bear with us if you hear sniffling or throat clearing or general smoky voice. <laughs> I promise we're not smoking. It just kind of sounds like we are. Yeah. <laughs> what are you wearing today? I am wearing a sweater that I've probably worn often on the podcast. It is my Dragonflies Jumper by Hohi Locatelli. I knit this back in fall of 2012, so just over three years ago. And as I've mentioned before, it's a staple in my wardrobe. I wear it a lot. I've called it an elevated sweatshirt because... Just like today, I'm wearing it around the house, but I also wear it outside of the house. It's just the perfect combination of yarn and pattern for me. It's a very stretchy, merino stretch, I believe, was the name of the yarn. Shower and stall or yes. something? I know that. I'll tell you why in a moment. <laughs> it's a yarn that's discontinued. discontinued sadly. <laughs> I almost said out of date. <laughs> Is that too well, yarn can't go out. That would be really terrible if that yarn would. went out of date. Well, think of eyelash yarn. That kind of goes out of date. That, out of style. that goes out of style. Yeah. But if yarn had an expiration, oh, expiration date, date, we'd all be, be in trouble. Yeah. <laughs> so this yarn is discontinued, but it is very stretchy. And it, like I said, it's the perfect combination of yarn and pattern. And I often think because I wear this sweater so much that I should make it again. Although I'm hesitant because I don't know if I'll be able to find, once again, that perfect combination of yarn and pattern. But this sweater, pullover, I wear it when it's cold, and it was raining this morning, and it's still a little chilly. It's in the 40s. It's cold. Yeah, it's cold. So that's what I am wearing. What are you wearing? Well, two things. First, I don't know if you saw it, but in the group (laughs) recently... Someone just completed a dragonfly's jumper, oh. and she said that it's because you talk about yours so much, and you wear <laughs> yours so often. So you inspired someone. Well Yay. done. And this morning, I used a skein of that same yarn. Oh, the stretch. Yes. No stretch. In gray mm-hmm. to knit a hat for my very good friend, Christina, who's one of my running buddies. And I posted a picture of it on Instagram while I was knitting it, oh. and she commented and said, I love that color. So it was supposed to be a charity hat, but I gave it to her as a gift. And she recently lent it to her friend's daughter, who was going to New York in the cold. And this morning, we were finishing our run, and she said, do you know anyone who would knit, you know, who I could pay to knit something for me? And I looked at her, and I said, well, I could knit something for you. And she said, but I don't want you to do it, you know, as as for pay. And I said, Mm -hmm. well, what is it you want me to knit? I want another one of those hats. She's going through this teenage girl is having some trouble right now and she loves the hat. Can you still get the yarn? And I said, oh, it's a discontinued yarn. So came home from my run, looked it up on Ravelry. Nobody is destashing the same gray. The girl loves the color, loves the yarn. (laughs) So I'm going to have to work with Christina on picking out a new yarn for a hat for herself because she really wants to give this hat to the girl and... I know that I can just drag Christina to the yarn store and say, okay, pick out a skinny yarn and we'll make this work and she can have the next one for herself. So yeah, I was just looking that yarn up this morning. I was even trying to find a comparable yarn because I thought that yarn company had started making another one that was similar. I remember you said that. Yeah, there was a referral. And I couldn't find anything Yeah, it's not there anymore. So Mm -hmm. 
either I was really hallucinating or, or that yarn got it. discontinued too. too. Yeah. So anyway, what am I wearing? I'm wearing all the things today because I've been so cold. Went running in the rain this morning, which mm-hmm. is very unusual for me. And it was cold. But took a hot shower, got warm, and then got cold again. So I don't know what's going on. My hands are frozen. I'm just cold all around. So I'm wearing my Laneway tunic, which is a pattern by Vera Valley Mackey. And it is a super cool fingering weight tunic that has this really interesting offset, not a chevron, but kind of kind of like a big chevron on the front of the sweater. Mm-hmm. So it makes it asymmetrical. It's really cool. And I knit it several years ago using a yarn called Confetti by The Uncommon Thread. So it's a light gray with little splotches, speckles of confetti-like colors. And then a very beautiful teal stripe is the contrasting color stripe. And you can't really see it right now because I have my Gather Together coat (laughs) over it, which is by Hohi Locatelli. And I'm still cold. So I have the Gather Together is knit in Madeline Tosh Aran yarn, which is very, very warm and lofty. So I have multiple layers of wool on and I'm still cold and Ugg boots. So strange. I'm not usually this cold. (laughs) So thank goodness for knitwear in cold days because I get to pull these things out and wear them. So that's what we're wearing. What have you been stocking? I am not stocking much. As Gail mentioned, I've been sick. And it was exactly two weeks ago when we recorded. And I remember telling Gail that I wasn't feeling quite 100% at the time. I didn't Mm -hmm. know what I was coming down with. I didn't know I was coming down with the plague. (laughs) (laughs) And But I I felt kind of off. And so a few days after that, the cold exploded. It got worse. And my son had had it previously. I'm sure I caught it from him. And he had ended up staying home from school two or three days. So it was, it's a pretty severe cold. <clears throat> and I am recovering, feeling much, much better than I was, let's say, five days ago. Yeah, you were down. Yeah. So I actually haven't been stalking too much. But the one thing that I have been stalking is still... Something to do with that Western Sky Knits speckled yarn. <laughs> oh, there was a thread you started in the group today. I about saw that yarn. about speckled yeah. yarn. And I just wanted to mention that I have been also checking in the pattern area of Ravelry. You know how if you click on the pattern tab in Ravelry, then there's that little window where you can browse patterns in the order of the top 20, what they call hot, hot right, right now. now. Yeah. And it seems like the hot right now is full of hats mm-hmm. and shawls, neither of which I feel like working. I still have a shawl on the needles, and I still have a shawl that I showed Gail right before we started recording that I need to block. So I need to get my shawl game back on track before I start another shawl. I'm not interested in Why? knitting. There are no um, rules in knitting. Because I want to. Oh, that's different. That's different. <laughs> Because I do want to finish that one shawl that I have on the needles. And I'm not, I don't feel like knitting hats right now. I'm really into sweaters. Got your sweater mojo going on. I do. So I limited the hot hot right now to just sweaters. And I saw something really interesting. Somebody was doing a mystery sweater knit along. 
A mystery sweater? Yeah. That's exactly what I said. I said, really? That's an investment. Do people really knit mystery sweaters? I'm going to have to look for it again because I am curious to see if people really end up knitting mystery sweaters. How would you even know if it was a garment you were going to wear? Exactly. That's crazy. Exactly. Not to mention a huge investment of knitting time. Of yarn. And yarn, Knitting time. Yes, exactly. So... I did not bookmark it, and I don't see it with a quick glance right here. So I don't remember who the designer was, but I was really surprised. So if anybody is interested in participating in a mystery sweater along, I would like to hear from you. Because yeah, <laughs> I'm, is... I'm curious. Yeah. I, I could mean, how would you never... even know what size to pick? I, mean, I could I guess never would give you yeah, guidance. But... I guess. But I could never invest that much time and effort into an unknown yeah you know how i feel about mystery alongs so i'm not not a mystery alonger no (laughs) but some people are so hey wow (laughs) i just can't visualize well enough i mean the the two i've participated in i couldn't visualize the garment enough to get the stitches right i mean just following the instructions weren't intuitive because i didn't know what it was supposed to look like right if that makes sense i totally understand so i i'd love to hear from folks who would like to participate in a sweater mystery along because that would be an interesting discussion yeah so what i have been stocking like i said i was stocking still stocking something for my western sky knits speckled yarn i think i've found something even better did you well back to oh that's right i had considered (laughs) the yes (laughs) i had considered a hohi locatelli sweater pattern but it was the pattern was written for a slightly different gauge so i would have had to have done a little math foo to make it work but in the recent authentic collection there is an a-line lace front low hip length or so cardigan and it's designed to be slightly dressier she's how he specifically says in her little blurb she calls it like a sweater for a date night or something well and, and just the name alone yes the name is fancy cardi i love her names in this class i know big old <laughs> fancy cardi yes very basic, very authentic and it tells you exactly what it is mm-hmm. so this one is fun it's got like i said the lace panels on the front it looks like it's no closure, but it the fronts are big enough to fold over each other. So I guess that would be double-breasted if it I folds over each other. But cold. people are pinning it closed with a little stick pin. It looks really cute. And like I said, dressier, one of our listeners, CDN Carol, she is knitting this for the self-indulgent knit along and how did i not know that (laughs) (laughs) and that's her entry for the self-indulgent and she's knitting it in green and on her project page she says she's knitting it specifically for a work cardigan so definitely something more on the dressy end Inez Edler 007 is knitting at least her second one and it's a oh, she beautiful is. color. Yeah, she, <laughs> she did. I think she did one in black. Yeah, it's black or a dark gray. I and was then, looking at hers too. Yeah. And then Very the, nice. the recent one that she's knitting now is a light pink, I want to say. Of course it is. Yeah. She's, <laughs> she's my pink twin. <laughs> 
So that's the only thing I am stocking. How about you? Oh, I'm stocking all the things. Okay, I'm making let's up for your hear, lack of let's stocking. Let's hear about it. <laughs> so I mentioned in the last episode or two how I've been interested in a lot of knit-alongs that are happening right now, mm-hmm. and they're really inspiring me. So Stash and Burns Keep It Small Knit-Along, where they're going to have a different type of project every month of 2016. February is cowls. So I've been stocking my cowl patterns in my queue. And I think I'm going to knit the Chromaticity Cowl, which is a cowl that we both saw at Stitches 2014. And Kirby Mo, Monica, sent me the pattern as a gift a long oh, time ago. Neat. Is and that the one with the dots? Yeah, it's oh, like polka yes, dots, exactly. Yes. It's super pretty. It's not a double loop, it's just a single loop, but it does have two sizes. And it's color work. And it's basically, she said it's similar to paperwork quilts or I can't remember what that's called now. Piecework? Piecework. Thank you. The pattern is by Miriam Felton and it's just really pretty. It uses about, I want to say under 200 yards of the main color and then 40 yards or so of each contrasting color. And Mm -hmm. she used five, I think, contrasting colors. It is very cute. It's super cute. When you mentioned it, I was thinking, is that the one? That's the one. Yeah. (laughs) So I'm considering that for the dash and burn knit along but again lots of cows that i'm stocking in that area and then sassy pants knitters knit your balls knit along where she's encouraging people to use yarn that they've caked up but haven't cast on yet Mm -hmm. which i have a lot of that (laughs) since it's february it's pink and red so i have a skein of spirit trail fiberworks holda which is a merino angora blend that I purchased over two years ago, and it's been wound up almost that whole time. Very loosely wound, but still wound. And I've been stocking all the hats. It's a DK weight yarn, but it doesn't lend itself to the DK weight hats that I've seen. Mm-hmm. So I have like 10 hats in the beginning of my queue right now, and I want to knit them all. <laughs> so you said you're not in the mood to knit hats. I would be knitting hats all the time right now if I wasn't also interested in knitting all the other things. But I think the hat I'm going to do is the Ice River hat by Helen Stewart, which is from her Knitvent 2015 collection. And it calls for bulky yarn. So I think I'm going to hold that DK doubled and knit that hat. And I think it calls for 120 yards of bulky yarn. So it'll be a super, super quick knit. So that's the specific hat I'm kind of looking at right now. And then for our informal multicolored shawl slash cowl slash whatever you want to knit along that we've had going in the group for quite a while. So I want to knit all these multicolored striped shawls, right? (laughs) Well, Charlene and I received a beautiful package from Kate Carter Evans of the Infinite Twist Company, which is a yarn dyeing company that is based in China. And they hand spin a lot of their yarns too. It's one of the Uh, She hires local people, pays them fair wage, etc. And she sent me a kit for her Behind the Sun shawl, which I saw on Instagram several months ago and commented on how beautiful it was. And she contacted me and said, would you like me to send you a kit? Well, excellent. That would just be fabulous. So it arrived a couple of weeks ago. It's beautiful gray, a very neutral gray with many skeins of different yellows. And it is so pretty. Some of the yellows have sparkle in them. Some of them are kind of barber pulled and they 
go from a lighter to a darker. So Behind the Sun is the name of that pattern, and I can't wait to start that. That's been, I've left it on the coffee table right where I sit at night, and it's been calling to me. <laughs> so that, when I finish the current works in progress, that'll probably be cast on fairly soon after that. So got the cowls, got the hats, and I've got a shawl. Nice. Lots of stuff. You can tell I've been at the computer a lot and not <laughs> necessarily working the whole time. <laughs> so we did actually want to mention our sponsor. Well, because we've also been stocking. We've been stocking. All the accessories. All like the knitting accessories. from the sponsor. Yep. That's what happens when your sponsor says, oh, do you want to review this product? And then it gets you on this <laughs> whole journey into another realm of things. So our sponsor this episode is Never Not Knitting. Never Not Knitting is a small knitting boutique owned by the designer Alana Dacos, and it's located in Atascadero, California. Never Not Knitting features a curated collection of specialty yarns, patterns, and knitting notions, and is proud to showcase the work of independent artisans and makers. In the online shop, you will find a unique selection of handmade notions and accessories for knitters and crafters, including the wool and wire jewelry line. All of our notions are beautifully gift-wrapped, like a special present for yourself or a friend. Check out the selection at nevernotknitting.com, and you can get a link to that on our blog. So we hope that you visit Alana's store because she's got some beautiful, beautiful stuff and beautiful patterns, too. If you haven't seen Alana's patterns, you got to check them out. We both <laughs> knit many of them. And she will be at Stitches West. Yeah, I'm looking. I was just thinking that as I was reading that. Yeah, <laughs> we get to see her in just a few yeah. weeks. Yeah. Yeah, Stitches is right around the corner. We're super excited. Are you knitting anything right now to bring two Stitches? The only thing that I've been knitting regularly is the Riley Cardigan by Suvi Samola. And I talked a little bit about this last time. And Riley, it's hard to believe that this has been the majority of my knitting for the past two weeks. But then again, remember, I haven't been feeling well yeah. either. So I've spent a lot of downtime not knitting, <laughs> unfortunately. That's when you know you're sick, unfortunately. Yeah. yeah, actually, I've been reading quite a bit while I haven't been feeling well, so it's been good to get back into my books and reading. That's good. been nice. But the sweater, back to the sweater, it is a slightly oversized crew neck button front cardigan. Lots of short row shaping in this one. It's got a high-low curved hem, which I really like. So that's created with short rows. There are short rows to shape the sleeves because the sleeves come out as an extension of the body. It's knit in fingering weight yarn. And I am using the Genie Sock from Dragonfly Fibers in birch colorway, which is a warm gray. Gail and I really both love this mm -hmm. color. <laughs> it's a perfect neutral. It it's is. So it really is. And I am really looking forward to picking buttons because in my head, I've got so many options. We'll be at Hearts tomorrow. Oh, that's true. You should bring it. That's true. Yeah. Maybe I will. Yeah. Good plan. Hearts is our local fabric store that has the most amazing button selection ever. Yeah. Good plan. I will do that. So I am... I doubt I'm even, I've been working off of two skeins of yarn, but I doubt I'm even finished with one weight-wise. I haven't weighed it. It's hard to tell how far along I am on it because the sleeves are knit on as an extension of the shoulders. Well, part of the sleeves, I should say. There's 
also a small part of sleep that I'll have to go back and pick up and knit on, but it's very hard to explain. <laughs> yeah, she's using her hands a lot. Here, I'm using my hands gesture. a lot. Or her arms. What I guess I could tell where I am because the bottom three quarters of the back of the sweater has a open lace pattern, and I'm only a few rows in on that. It's so pretty, though. It is very pretty, and I'm looking forward to wearing this one. However, I do not think I will be finished with it by stitches. Really? <laughs> yeah, I don't think so. <laughs> well, stitches is what? Oh, it's only two about two weeks, weeks away. Yeah. yeah. Doesn't yeah. give us a whole lot of time. No, it doesn't. How about you? What are you knitting? So in my hands is the test knit I'm doing for Yelena Dasher, which is the trademark sweater. And it's so pretty, but I've been struggling with the sleeves, which is absolutely mm. no fault of Yelena. Once I finally got the right number of stitches picked up to do the set-in sleeve, I got another four inches down the sleeve, and I thought, oh, I have the right number of stitches, and I tried it on after picking up the stitches for the sleeve cap, and it looked good, so I didn't try it on until I'd had another four inches of sleeve mm -hmm. knit. Well, that was foolish of me. <laughs> And it was too big again. My gauge had changed. My gauge had gone from 28 stitches to 24 st stitches over four inches. So I don't know how I do this gauge thing that I do, but pulled all that out yesterday and recast on for, That's didn't recast on, but yeah, super frustrating. It's the third time on the sleeve, all my own fault. So here I am knitting sleeve number three, but look how well the yarn is holding up. I mean, this is the third time it's been knit. It's beautiful. Yeah, it, it looks, looks perfect. So I was a little nervous about that, but it, it has worked out so far. And I want to thank Elena for contacting us. She was in town in San Francisco, and unfortunately, Charlene was in the middle of her illness, so she couldn't go. But my daughter Josie and I spent a delightful day with Elena in San Francisco. It was just fantastic. It's one of the joys of podcasting is that you get to meet people on occasion and it just makes this so worthwhile. It was amazing. So that's one thing I'm knitting. Second thing I'm knitting is the Spectrum wrap by Hohi Locatelli, which is from her adventure collection. I didn't know you started I did. It. <laughs> I cast it on on the way to see Yelena in San Francisco. Josie was driving. That's the advantage of having a daughter who's has a driver's license. She can knit <laughs> while she drives long distance. And I haven't progressed very far because of the other things I've been working on, but it already looks so pretty. It's oh, awesome combination. So I am using my Desert Vista Dye Works gradient in the Two Knit Lit Chicks teal co gradient colorway and a skein of Knitted Wit Bling, which is a sparkly gray. And these two yarns have been in my stash for a really long time. I think the Knitted Wit was my very first ever stitches purchase. So that's how long that has been sitting in my stash. It has basically traveled back and forth to France with me and just now being knit up. And they look so pretty together and they're both such a delight to knit with. So I can't wait to see it. I almost brought it to show oh, you, but I it's only, I haven't knit very much of it. I think Just I'm, take a picture when you get home. Okay. But then you won't get to see the, the true color. So anyway, I'm super excited about that project. And I pulled out the yarn to swatch for Arabella. So that's going to be my next sweater, I decided. It's by Anne McCauley. I've been talking about it ever since Stitches 2015. Yeah. And now that my yarn has been debugged, I am going to finally swatch for that. Nice. So that will be the next sweater on the needles. I'm super excited about that. 
You can even bring that to stitches, and if we run into her, you can say, "Look, I'm knitting your sweater." Maybe, but I think that's going to be more. <laughs> that might not be social knitting. It's not true. social yeah. knitting. There are a lot of cables. It's yeah. actually knit flat and seamed. It's knit in pieces and seamed. Uh-huh. So maybe I could be working on a sleeve or something. I don't that's know, true. but yeah, it's going to be an interesting fun knit. <laughs> So what have you finished since the last episode? I finished one big project. That is my big old coat by Hohi Locatelli. I'm so excited to have <laughs> finished this one. Number one, because it is so big. Number two, because I finished it much, much quicker than I ever thought yeah. I would finish it. I finished it in almost exactly a month. And it is three big skeins of yowza and it's interesting because i have a little bit of one skein left and i think i might even be able to eke out a little bit well one more pattern repeat if after blocking i decide i want to try for one more pattern repeat in length because i used up almost all the skeins of three skeins of yowza that's a lot that's a lot of yarn and this is the really interesting thing a skein of yowza is 226 grams that's 560 yards when i weighed my coat my coat was slightly over three skeins of yarn weighing in at 687 grams so I don't know if maybe the skeins are a little bit heavier than the weight reflected on Ravelry, or if my skeins were just maybe a little bit yeah. heavier. Which is great, because it at 687 grams, that is 1,702 yards. Wow. Yeah, <laughs> that was a lot of yardage. And like I said, I have a very small amount left. I actually haven't weighed it but i might actually be able to eke out another pattern repeat i'm not quite sure okay but well if you decide to do that text me and then i'll work on my deep breath sweater surgery at yeah. the same time you'll inspire me <laughs> yeah it may not need it it's so gorgeous though the colorway that i have is lilacs which is a dark purple surprise <laughs> <laughs> No. And it's very tonal. There's even a little bit of light lavender and what almost looks like a little bit of pink occasionally in there. So it's very tonal. And the big old coat, it's not stockinette. It's made out of a, what I kind of think of as a broken rib. There's a rib and then it's a little offset. Maybe an offset rib is a better way to say it. So that the that's over the whole coat. So it's got a really nice texture, very oversized, like it says, a ribbed collar. I haven't blocked it yet, but it actually looks fine without blocking. I'm, I still fully intend to block it before I actually wear it. But when I put it on, I'm surprised how nice it looks. It doesn't have any of that usual bunchiness mm-hmm. that sometimes before you block well usually before you block a sweater you have but i suspect it's because this one is so much yarn and so heavy it just pulls it pulls it all down. straight yeah. It's weight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so that's the only thing i have finished but at 1700 yards that was a biggie yeah that's an <laughs> epic sweater it is an epic sweater i really love it really really love it 
How about you? What have you finished? I've finished a few smaller projects, and two of them were test nets for Jen Sheelan, who is one of our newest active members. She just jumped in with both feet when she joined the group, and it's awesome because she's super sweet, and she has the cutest dog named Doug, who is a golden retriever, and he's just beautiful. And so when she posts pictures of Doug, it's just super cute. But I test knit her Hearts of Flame pattern, which is another mason jar cover. I knit her Fairy's Firelight for my mom for Christmas, which I knit in a white fingering yarn. And you pull it up over the mason jar and you can put a candle inside, a tea light inside. And it looks very, very pretty. The Hearts of Flame could work for a Valentine's Day gift because it has a heart pattern on it that is really precious. And she has pictures on the pattern page that show, you know, Valentine's candy inside as well as one with a candle inside. So really cute. It would be a very quick knit for a Valentine's gift. And I think I didn't weigh my skein, but I think the pattern says it's about 70 yards. So very quick pattern. It's meant to fit over one of the smaller mason jars mm -hmm. or canning jars. Those are mason jars. <laughs> so that was a fun knit. However... I loathe the yarn that I used for this project. Oh. I don't use the word hate very often because <laughs> I think it's a very strong word that I reserve for only the proper occasions. I hate wool mice, 100% merino superwash <laughs> wool. Hate it with a passion. So I used this yarn to knit a shawl for my mother. The year literally cast on as we were leaving France to come back to America. And so it has that, you know, souvenir quality. My mm -hmm. really good friend, Louise, who lives in France, I had bought it from her. She had some, and I said, oh, that would be perfect for the shawl. I want to knit for my mom for her birthday. And red hearts have significance in our family. So the shawl had red, had a heart motif. I wanted to use the red yarn. So Louise said, sure, it's yours. And I hand wound it and I cast on as we were driving away from France. And the whole way in the car, I kept thinking, God, this yarn really sucks. Oh, it must be me because everyone loves this yarn. No, this yarn really sucks. No, it must, <laughs> must just be me. Well, it's splitty. It feels like cotton. It has no elasticity. But thousands of people love this yarn. So even though I don't like it, doesn't mean it's not a great yarn. But here's the thing. I'm going to give one of you the rest of my ball of yarn. <laughs> So I didn't even weigh it. I don't know approximately how much there is. I'm sure you could knit at least two, if not three, of these Hearts of Flame jar covers. Or one Hearts of Flame and one of other Jen's other jar covers. Because I will never use this yarn again. I would rather burn it than get something on with it. Am I correct in remembering? I seem to remember, too, that it, it seemed very overspun and it twisted back on itself it a lot. It does a lot. Hmm. Between the twisting back on itself and the splitability, it was so frustrating to knit with. The pattern is fantastic, but I told Jen she released the pattern before I'd finished my test knit because I sent her an email saying, I started your test knit and then got in a fight with the yarn and the <laughs> yarn won. But I did persevere and cast on the second one with the same yarn because I wanted to give this to my mother as a Valentine's mm -hmm. gift. And I did knit the whole thing in the Womize, but yeah, it's a goner. So I contacted Jen and I said, hey, I'm going to give the yarn away on the podcast. Do you want to give a copy of the pattern away with it? And she said, heck yeah, I'd love to do that. Aww, so yeah, we're going to start a thread in the Ravelry group. Just go ahead and post in there. 
and maybe tell us your favorite pattern by Jen and then I will send the yarn remaining yarn to one of you and she will send you a copy of the pattern you know just since you're talking about a yarn that you dislike it does beg to be discussed that maybe it's a bad skein maybe oh, you got a, a bad skein when you consider that so many people like it I, I wonder if your skein is appreciably different from the majority of other skeins. Oh, maybe I don't I wouldn't yeah, know. I don't know. So it's not a yarn that we get around here. So it's hard to tell. Yeah, that's a good question because I've knit with Woolmise DK and Woolmise Lace Garn, and I love them both. Lace Garn mm. is one of my favorite bases. I think it's fantastic. So I'm not saying anything negative about the yarn company, and their colors oh, are amazing, no, yeah. but this skein of yarn... No, you just had yeah. a bad experience with mm -hmm. this particular skein. So you guys are probably laughing like, well, why do we want that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but if anyone wants to try it, we're putting it out there. And maybe you just want the pattern and that's fine too. So that's the first thing that I finished, Hearts of Flame by Jen Sheelan. And the second was also a Jen pattern. And it's something that I just finished test knitting. And it's a cowl called Nature's Magic. And this one calls for about 200 yards of fingering weight yarn. So basically, if you have a half a skein left over from a sweater or another project, you can knit this cowl. It was a super quick knit and it's beautiful. The top and bottom border have a cool, it almost looks like, I wanna say like a trellis or chain that wraps around that's made with a knit pearl pattern, very easy to knit. And then the body of the cowl is an eyelet pattern that is super, super pretty. And it is a just a single loop cowl. And what would you say? That's about 10 inches? 10 inches wide, maybe, mm -hmm. when I block it? I haven't blocked it yet. I just brought it to show to Charlene. And it has a garter edge and a garter border between the top and bottom border and the eyelets. The little garter section. Yeah. So it's super, super pretty. It was a great little palette cleanser kind of project when I was mad at Trademark and set it down. So I highly recommend this pattern. And what else was I going to mention? I used Western Sky Knits, their single ply fingering merino in the Violetta colorway, which I used for Magnolia. So I had about a half skein left over. And oh, that's what I was going to say. If you had a skein that was a higher yardage skein, of a fingering weight yarn. You could knit this with a matching sock head hat if you mm. didn't make your sock head too slouchy. Mm -hmm. I was thinking that would be a really good use to have like a matching cowl hat set. This and sock head, because I've been wearing my sock head hat a lot. Okay. I mean, the patterns don't match one another, but it would be a nice way to have a matching set that's not too matchy matchy. Right. <laughs> so, and Jen also... I haven't seen her second one yet, but she knit a second in stripes using Madeline Tosh unicorn tails. So oh, she will I have a striped version as well. Oh, did she have a picture of it yes, already? I, I haven't saw seen that it. one somewhere. So that's the Nature's Magic Cowl. Great, super quick, fun pattern. I highly recommend it. Yay. Also finished my fourth pair of Rose City Rollers. <laughs> They're so fun to knit. And I used my Query Fibers Sweetie Pie, which is a BFL sock blend that I really like. I will definitely look for more BFL sock yarn. I really enjoyed knitting with that. Haven't been wearing them yet, so I should wear them before I decide I'm going to buy more of the yarn. But enjoyed knitting with BFL. I've 
worn mine several times, and I thought they held up. They are holding up remarkably well. Sweet. No appreciable wear on the heels yet, and or the heel or the bottom of the sock. So, yeah, I think it's a win. Excellent. <laughs> yeah, Charlene and I had a matching skein that was a gift from Megan of the Stockin' It Zombies, and it's fabulous. And if you look at my FO picture, my stripes match exactly. I mean... <laughs> You could not have done it better, Which and I is didn't very even try. <laughs> I didn't even try. When I went to cast on the second sock, I thought, okay, now I could go through all the work of trying to match these, but it's a 10-stripe repeat, so I would have to pull off enough That'd yarn. would be a lot of yarn. Yeah, you'd yes. waste a lot of yarn. Yeah. So I made the conscious decision as I was casting on sock number two to not care. Okay, these aren't going to match and I don't care because I don't compare my socks when they're on my feet anyway. No. So what's the big deal? When I finished them and put them on to show to Mike, I was like, oh my gosh, look at the stripes. He said, how did you do that? I'm like, I don't know how I did that. I didn't even try to do it. So kind of phenomenal. That's funny. Yeah, twist of fate that when you don't try, look what happens. When you give up control. <laughs> yeah. And I did want to make a comment. I used some new to me double-pointed needles. I used the Addy Flip Sticks, which I enjoyed knitting with a lot, but they bend. They are metal and they're hollow. And I also used them on the Hearts of Flame. And I thought maybe because I disliked that yarn so much and I was fighting with it the whole time, I thought maybe I was just gripping them really hard, but I don't think I was doing that with the sock. So just be aware if you buy them, they're great. I enjoy knitting with them a lot, but they do bend. They are not as sturdy as a lot of the needles I've used. Hmm. And then the last thing I finished was the Fletcher hat by Elizabeth Doherty. It is her newest hat pattern. It, it was so much fun to knit. I mentioned last episode, well, it was a work in progress that I really loved the brim. The brim has a really cool seed slash rib pattern combination. And then there are cables on the crown. And I used my Dream in Color Everlasting DK because it was Sassy Pants Knitters Knit Your Balls Blue Balls Month. And I decided the hat has a tassel. And I had completely planned to do the tassel because I just like tassels. But I liked the color of the yarn so much that I decided not to use the yarn on a tassel. And instead, I'm going to use this yarn for my painted pixel blanket, the crocheted little flower blanket that I've been working mm -hmm. on steadily. You're supposed to have, I think, 750 squares, and I have all of about 55, so it's a very long-term <laughs> project. But the color is so pretty that I just decided, okay, instead of a tassel, this is going nice. to go into my blanket. So nice. Yeah, use all your favorites. Mm -hmm. Exactly, that's the idea. Mm -hmm. That was the Fletcher hat by Elizabeth Doherty, and again, just an excellent pattern. She always writes excellent she patterns, does. but her hats lately have just really appealed to me. It was the Trickster before this, and this one's Fletcher, so... Go, Elizabeth, go. <laughs> now, we wanted to do a brief update on the self-indulgent knit-along. So it doesn't end until March 20th. So we still have five and a half, six weeks. There are already 49 finished projects in the FO thread. So you guys are rocking it. Such beautiful projects, too. I know I say this every time we do a knit-along, but you guys just amaze me with your knitting skills. So many beautiful projects, so many beautiful yarns, so much self-indulgence that isn't just you knitting for yourselves. It's you knitting for people you love and charities and just 
makes me super happy to go look at those threads and see what you guys are doing and what's inspiring you. So thank you so much for playing along with us. And there are more prizes. I was contacted by Katie, who is Katinka on Ravelry, and she recently donated one of her Varescent collections as a prize, I think to our Colors of Fall Knit Along, and she donated another one. And she finished all eight patterns in the collection and they are awesome. I love the cowls especially. So whoever wins that pattern collection is super lucky. Nice. And all the other prizes are linked at the top of the chatter thread and the FO thread in our Ravelry group, along with links to the different designers and Etsy shops and individuals. So please check those out because they're super fun to glance through. As you heard last episode, Gail and I are introducing Yarniax t-shirts. They're so cute. They are very cute. The t-shirts have their own thread in our Ravelry group. They are gray with the white Yarniax logo across the front. You can order a women's size or a unisex size. And there are links in our Ravelry group and our blog to sizing charts. Cost is $20 plus $5 shipping and handling for U.S. If you are an international listener, just send us an email and we will try to figure out shipping for your specific location because I don't want to give a general, general price, price yeah. because it can be it can vary greatly. So if you've mentioned on that t-shirt thread that you're interested and you're in an, an international Listener, I will get in touch with you because I know a couple of you have commented there. So we'll let you know. Yeah, we're not collecting money yet because we're going to keep ordering open through March. But we will be in touch if you've previously contacted us. Great. If you are interested, please just send us your information and size and we'll contact you for payment in a few weeks and we'll put your order on the list yeah you can either pm us on ravelry or you can go through our website and send us an email at the podcast at yahoo.com yeah either way works now we wanted to do a review we are talking about the wool and wire jewelry that we previously mentioned sold through alana deco store at nevernotknitting.com we received a necklace and a bracelet from wool and wire and gail was the one who unpacked them so so i'm gonna let gail tell you about the packaging because she did bring over everything to show me how nice it looked and it was so pretty so if you've ever seen one of alana's patterns or one of her books like coastal nets for example You know that she has just amazing attention to detail. She thinks of everything. And so when I opened the box, it just was Alana (laughs) times 10. Everything was very beautifully wrapped with little raffia bows and such. It was very pretty. So when in the blurb, the sponsorship blurb, we mentioned the wrapping because it really is like a little present either to yourself or to someone else. And I had seen the wool and wire stitch marker jewelry on different social media and always thought oh that's so pretty that's so pretty so when alana contacted us and said hey do you want to do a review i was like oh my gosh how lucky is that yeah we would love to do a review and we do have a bracelet for one of you so we will open a thread in the group for the wool and wire 
giveaway. And what we'd like you to do is to go to Alana's store, nevernotknitting.com, and tell us what your favorite wool and wire jewelry piece is. And do you want to describe what they look like? Or yeah. Read the blurb, if you the look wool and wire at blurb. Alana's website, nevernotknitting.com, and look at the wool and wire line, there are several products. She has a necklace, scissor fob, a shawl pin, a bracelet, and then a separate set of three stitch markers that you can add to the jewelry because not only is it beautiful, but it's functional. functional. <laughs> it's knitting jewelry. <laughs> it's knitting jewelry. Each jewelry piece has a little, I don't know what you'd call it. it. It's not a hook, but you can slide the stitch markers on and off. So in other words, yeah, it's not a clasp. Right. It's a circle that, that has just a wide enough opening that you can they just slide yeah. on and off. As it's and it's cute. It has like a little curly cue on it. Yeah, it's, it's just pretty. As I wear my necklace, and I have been wearing it a lot, you just you can slide the marker on and off to use, put on your knitting, or just keep it on your jewelry because the little crystals are quite beautiful and quite shimmery. And honestly, when I was wearing mine, it I always got comments and compliments on it people would notice it right away now i was wearing i i always was wearing it with a hand-knit sweater so you think a beautiful yarn showing off these crystals it's it's so nice and like i said people commented they noticed and the people that commented and noticed were knitters yeah that and, <laughs> when, on. and when i showed them how the stitch markers slid off immediately everybody squealed and thought it was so fun <laughs> really really fun fun piece to wear and the stitch markers so when i think of stitch markers i think of little cutesy you know cute things to decorate your jewelry these ones are little works of art they're really they are they're more like real jewelry they have beautiful crystals i think it says freshwater pearls right they're not mm -hmm. yeah they're the real thing and they're all silver right so yeah, can read actually, the I can tell you about it um, from the wool and wire jewelry website where you can look at description of the jewelry, but you are directed to back to Alana's site to purchase. So on the wool and wire jewelry website, you can read that each luxury piece in the wool and wire collection is handcrafted in the U.S. from copper core wire dipped in 0.99 pure silver with genuine freshwater pearls and faceted crystals hypoallergenic this artisan collection has been designed with knitters in mind to serve two purposes the removable decorative charms double as functional stitch markers for your knitting create a whole new look every day by adding or subtracting different markers and always be prepared for a knitting emergency. Oh, <laughs> I thought that was very charming. And that's a, charms. That's the word that I was looking for to describe them. They look more like charms than they yes. do stitch markers. Yes. That's how pretty they are. But I do think that it is really fun that you can change the look of the piece. I am all about functionality and I love having a piece that I can change the look. Yeah, because the, so Alana sent 
each of us. So I got a bracelet and three stitch markers separately. So I think you, you said you can order the three separate stitch you markers. You can order the stitch markers separately. So I'm assuming that if you are in her shop or I'm not sure how it would work, but the th three packages of stitch markers that we had were all unique. Right. And so different. You really can change to add one or more on the necklace or bracelet and then change them every day. So one of them is just a beautiful oval pearl. Some of them are just crystals. Some of them are crystals and pearls. So, you know, slightly different color on the crystals. You can change it up. You can change it up. And we all have beautiful stitch markers too. You could add your own yeah, stitch markers exactly. that you already have. If you have a fun charm, you can add that as well. So I Super love pretty. the fact that you can personalize it and change yep. it. And they're just so beautiful. They really are. They are. They're really lovely. And I love silver jewelry. It's my thing. And I love bracelets too. Yeah. The only problem for me is I can't wear the bracelet as much as I would like to because I have teeny, teeny, tiny wrists and the back of my hands are really sensitive. So if anything bangs against them, it actually <laughs> hurts and will bruise the back of my hand. So even though these stitch markers are beautiful and they're not big, but they still, I could feel them on the back of my hand. So I can't wear mine quite as much as I want. I was actually considering taking the stitch marker off hmm. and trying it that way, but super Or even pretty. a smaller stitch marker, st maybe. Yeah, that could work. Yeah. yeah. So like we said, we have a bracelet with three separate stitch markers available, and we'll start the thread in our Ravelry group. And again, just visit nevernotknitting.com and tell us what your favorite wool and wire jewelry piece is. Yeah, and then we'll give this away the next episode. I'm carefully putting it all back in a pretty <laughs> little box because I don't want to lose anything. And thank you very much, yeah, Alana, thank you, for Alana. sharing your wonderful new jewelry line with us. Yeah, and thank you for being our first ever sponsor. That was pretty cool. <laughs> that was. Yeah. And I think that's it for this episode. I oh, we so. should mention Stitches. We will be at Stitches West the weekend of February 18th, 19th, 20th. And, and maybe 21st, 21st. Yep. we will be there all four days. We will be in the Western Sky Knits booth for setup on Thursday. We will also be there at a yet-to-be-determined time on no, Friday. one o'clock on Friday. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. One o'clock on Friday. And then in the Dragonfly Fibers booth, 10 o'clock on Saturday morning. Yep. So if you would like to... Meet us, show up at one of those places, or just say hello when you see us walking the show floor, because Gail and I will hopefully be doing quite a bit of damage while we're there. Yes, <laughs> I've been. I did not buy a single skein of yarn in January. None. <laughs> the only knitting-related purchase I made was that one set of short circular needles mm -hmm. that I needed for sleeves mm -hmm. or something. Yeah. So I was so proud of myself. And we will also be in the Hyatt Bar Saturday afternoon. So. How could I forget? <laughs> How could I forget that? Yes, the Yarniacs are having a very informal meetup along with the two Knitlit Chicks and some other podcasters Saturday afternoon in the bar. Just Area. look for, yeah, just look for a large group. We don't have a set location. We'll just see what opens up. The whole bar is usually filled with knitters anyway, so you'll be amongst friends. It's the coolest <laughs> thing ever to walk through that 
area of the hotel and just see knitters everywhere, yeah. spread out everywhere with their yarn and their knitting and their smiles. And it's just a delight. You're amongst your tribe. Heck yeah. <laughs> and we are so fortunate that it is going to be the end of the Super Bowl because the Super Bowl is directly across the street from the convention center the Sunday before. Yeah. So hopefully all those yahoos will be cleared out by <laughs> the time Stitches happens. So we look forward to meeting all of you who will be at Stitches. It's one of our favorite events of the year. And if you're not there, we'll send you some little yarny love on Instagram and <laughs> yes. other social media. Yes, we'll and try to post some photos. and Heck yeah. So thank you so much for listening. As always, we really appreciate it. And thank you for all of your awesome posts in the Yarnax group on Ravelry. Please keep those self-indulgent knits coming because they're beautiful. They and are. happy knitting. Happy knitting. Bye, Bye-bye. everyone. You can find our podcast on iTunes at Yarniax Podcast. Visit our blog with show notes at yarniax.com. We have a friendly and engaging Yarniax Podcast Ravelry group. My Ravelry name is Knitter Ninja Shar. Gail's is Gailey Whaley. You can follow us on Twitter at Yarniacs or on Instagram at Yarniac and at Gailey Whaley.